Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today members exclusive podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 5th of February and as usual with a Monday you get to hear from me rather than Marcus. And as always though it is general advice only so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right well as we have seen in the last few days uh, certainly last week Volatility continues. We have the index today down 103.3 points, or 1.34%, back down below 7,600. Of course, on Friday, we did see the index up 111 points, but today, really copying it. This is despite the fact the US market was pretty optimistic and pretty um, bullish on Friday. Uh, We did see record highs again, and those tech stocks really perking up considerably. And of course, that US jobs number as well. But today, I guess it's all about resources to some extent. That fall in the iron ore price really hurting in terms of uh, our big three amigos, BHP, Rio and Fortescue, all having a nasty old day today. Couple that as well with the uh, big banks too slipping and sliding. And you've got a pretty nasty session all around. It is a Monday. We do have a big week in terms of results. We do kick off this week. Earnings reports coming through. They include uh, REA, News Corp, Borrell, and also I think Transurban are out this week as well. So we do have quite a big week for results. This, of course, is the first week of reporting season. Uh, Things don't really hot up to the second and third week, so certainly uh, a lot more to come. We've also had a little bit of news out this morning uh, from the ABS in terms of uh, the uh, export numbers as well. The goods trade surplus narrowed to 10.9 billion in December. Imports rebounding from a sharp slide the previous month. Exports of gold and LNG seeing strong demand. Exports rose 1.8% in non-monetary gold and LNG, helping offset a pullback in coal shipments. Uh, Imports rebounded, uh, led by uh, parts for transport equipment and motor vehicles. All right, it's coming up to around 10.50 uh, 11.50 rather, 10 to 12. So I'll just run through some of the big movers, I guess, this morning. Banking sector, one of the big movers. CBA down 1.5%, ANZ down 1.3%. But BHP, Rio and Fortescue, those three amigos, BHP down 2.4, Rio down 2.1, and Fortescue down 2.6. Mineral resources, which unfortunately is getting hit on both sides today uh, with the iron ore price and the lithium pricing. Once again, we're seeing lithium stocks under pressure. Mineral resources down nearly 4%. And IGO, another 4.4% lower as well. So no good news there. No good news either in the gold sector, uh, which we have seen a little bit of action today. But Northern Star down 3.5%. Evolution down 3.4%. So we are seeing a bit of a sell-off in that gold sector. We have seen today news of a merger between Red 5, which has the King of the Hill deposit, and Silver Lake. Uh, Certainly looks as if Silver Lake are getting the sharp end of the stick in terms of uh, pricing. Red 5 pretty much unchanged at 32 and three quarter cents, 32 and a half, 33 cents for them. But Silver Lake clearly copying it. And it looks like the terms of the merger do favor uh, Red 5 as opposed to Silver Lake, which is down 13.6%. If you work out the uh, the merger terms, 
uh, 3.434 red five shares for every Silver Lake works out roughly where it is at the moment. So clearly uh, the market not very impressed at the moment. And uh, certainly the companies involved will have to sell that story. Of course, uh, the synergies will be something to bear in mind. But with mining companies, it's not so much about the actual synergies. It's more about the diversification of projects and assets. But uh, certainly the companies will have to do a little bit more to sell that story. And uh, we have seen the gold sector come off not only on the back of the um, bullion price slipping, but also on the back of the Silver Lake Red 5 merger, perhaps. Just as an aside, with the Aussie dollar slipping uh, around to 65 cents, we have seen the Aussie dollar gold price 3,135. So a pretty elevated Aussie gold price, but certainly not helping uh, the market today. Looking at industrials, it's a pretty sorry sight as well for them. West Farmers giving up 1.6%. Woolies down 09 uh, tech stocks trying valiantly to keep their head above water only because WiseTech is up around 2%, but zero down 1.6. The REITs, which had a stunning day on Friday, well, it couldn't last. Clearly, we got Goodman Group down 0.9 of a percent, and the rest of the REITs falling as well. Bond market action today. Uh, we do have uh, Australian 10 year government bonds, 4.11%. So they're up. Uh, quite uh, quite a bit today as well. So that's uh, hurting those interest rate sensitive stocks in the REIT sector. Transurban down 0.5 as well. In the financials, Macquarie down 1.3% too. So it's not a particularly happy place to be in the market today. Some of the winners and grinners today in the large caps and certainly some of the reasons. We are seeing a little bit of uh, interest in uh, clarity. CU6 is the stock code there. Up 5.6%, but not huge volume. Also, ProMedicus, one of the winners today, up nearly 4%, but they did get a broker upgrade. John's Ling Group as well. They did announce uh, this morning uh, some action in the US. So that's good. They've uh, announced their first US national insurance panel appointment. So that's uh, pretty good there. And we did get some research out this morning from Morgans. Uh, they're still pretty keen on that one. John's Ling Group up nearly 3% today. And uh, Wise Tech, as I say, they're up. We bit Nano as well, following on in terms of that tech sector. Looking at the losers, well, Silver Lake, the big loser today, 13.4%. Certainly that merger does not really give Silver Lake shareholders much to get very excited about, I have to say. Resolute in the gold sector as well, down 7.7%. So that not doing too well. The rest of the, the losers today... Very much in the gold sector, the likes of uh, West African Resources, uh, Romelius, uh, Perseus, etc. So gold's very much on the nose today. In other corporate news around and about today, Appen has a new CEO. It didn't seem that long ago that Appen had a new CEO previously, so that's not particularly good news. Another change at the top there, 4.5% easier for Appen. Argo came out today. They're slightly easier on the back of their result. Uh, not uh, doing so well out of resource dividends. And Metcash in a trading halt at the moment. They're raising around $300 million there. Uh, they are funding the purchase of Quadrant Private Equity's Superior Food Group. So that's something to bear in mind with that one. All right, just looking at my stuff today in Henry's Take, the strategy hasn't changed. It remains the same as far as Marcus is concerned. But just looking at my stuff today, just pointing out that February isn't always a particularly good month for the markets generally. 
It is one of the three uh, worst months of the year, according to the U.S. Stock Traders Almanac. Uh, the August and September are the other months of the year when we do see, seem to see things weaken a little bit. U.S. futures at the moment slightly down, but nothing very exciting. Uh, February tends to start well, according to uh, the stock market, uh, the stock traders' almanac, but tends to fade mid-month. We have seen a slew, of course, of uh, really good tech reports coming out last week, which really galvanised the market. Facebook, or Meta, as it's now called, the king of the heap as far as that goes with their buyback and their 50-cent quarterly dividend, the first of its kind. But certainly, uh, there remains in the U.S. that buy-the-dips mentality. Also, it was interesting on Bloomberg, one of the uh, fund managers, a relatively high-profile one, uh, saying that they have a lot of money that they want to put to work for clients. So that buy-the-dips mentality, alive and well. As far as our market goes, well, we were showing SPY futures down 54. It is worse than that. Uh, commodities very much under pressure, leading the market down with those big iron ore stocks as iron ore has come under pressure. Still no real plan in China as far as uh, uh, boosting the economy goes. There has been some news over the weekend in terms of uh, the Chinese authorities talking about uh, stabilising the market after the rout, but still really no details on how they're going to do it. It's also Chinese Lunar New Year as well this week, so that could be of interest too. So uh, that may be keeping a lot of players on the sidelines there in China. Uh, other stuff today in uh, my take, uh, just looking at a really good interview with Rick Rule, talking about uranium stocks. Rick is a pretty much a legend in the industry. I was lucky enough uh, some years ago to be on a panel with Rick, so that was pretty interesting. But he's got some really uh, insightful comments to make on uranium, talking about how $100 a pound uranium U.S., doesn't really affect production yet because it takes so long for these uranium projects to come to fruition. But what he did say was that it will make the incumbents, uh, the guys that are producing at the moment, uh, just that much more more profitable. Uh, so that's obvious. But um, yeah, Rick has 80,000 subscribers to his media company. So it's certainly well worth having a look at that YouTube clip. It only goes for about 30 minutes. But if you're interested in the uranium sector, that certainly could be something to uh, keep in mind. Uranium sector generally coming off the boil a little bit today. The likes of Deep Yellow down nearly 5%. Uh, Paladin, one of the better ones, down 1.5% there. And we have seen uh, Elevate Uranium down 3.8% as well as Boss Energy. Uh, down 3.3%. So a little bit of the top being taken off on those uranium stocks. But certainly, if you are interested in that sector, which I argued last week on Koshi's new Channel 7 show, Your Money and Your Life, uh, was not lithium. It is not a boom and bust. Uranium has been uh, a very established and very long-running market, so it's far easier to see and to, uh, to look at the trends, but it has been an absolute standout. It was one of the best-performing commodities last year, up around 80-odd percent, so a pretty impressive result. Also, Goldman Sachs and Macquarie, just a little bit of a heads-up around uh, some of the earnings numbers coming out this week. They're looking for positive surprise candidates. QBE, Endeavour Group, James Hardy was another one, IDP Education, News Corp and IPH on the negative side of things from Goldman's, Dickadada Coles, and Bendigo and Adelaide Bank. And as I pointed out today in uh, the newsletter on my stuff, the banks have had an extraordinary run. CBA 
is up 20 odd percent since October and uh, that certainly has been leading the charge. Though they are a little bit in some respects, a little bit strung out perhaps and we are seeing a little bit of profit taking. We saw that on Thursday, bounced a little on Friday but that bounce being given back today. Also in my stuff today, just a link or two to the uh, Ask the Analyst session we did on Friday. Really great questions from uh, our members there. There is a link to a podcast there, and also uh, Cameron has very kindly edited it, and uh, it is now up on YouTube as well. So depending on how you'd like your information, you can either watch it on YouTube, and you can see my ugly face, and you can, of course, look at the charts and anything else that uh, came up during that thing. Or, of course, you can listen to it on podcasts. One of the beauties of a podcast, I guess, is that you can speed it up. Uh, and certainly, uh, when I talk to Gemma Dale from NabTrade, uh, she does uh, suggest that if you speed it up to one and a half times, uh, you get through a lot quicker, obviously. But it makes no difference in terms of comprehension. So um, that's something to bear in mind if you're listening to podcasts. Especially if you're listening to mine, why not speed it up? But yes, some really good questions. So thank you for that. And thank you also to the members that emailed me about uh, their personal experiences in terms of uh, either their fathers, uncles, grandfathers, or whatever who were involved in World War II and uh, some of those uh, RAF bombing raids and RAAF and the US Air Force bombing raids over Germany and the amazing bravery of those young men. So... Uh, thank you for those. It's had some really interesting stories out of those. That's it from me. Uh, well, I will be back this afternoon, of course, with the end of day report. For now, as I've been waffling on, we've uh, rallied 15 points. So we're closing around midday around 90 odd points uh, at the moment, down 1.17%. And uh, that is uh, pretty much where we are. And as I say, US futures currently down around 0.2%, so nothing particularly uh, sizable in terms of any falls there. But uh, RBA very much in focus tomorrow. Their meeting does kick off this afternoon. That is a change. At the moment, I'm just seeing uh, US futures, 62 points down for the Dow, 48 points down for the NASDAQ at the moment. So uh, that is uh, to... um, Bear in mind, certainly not helping in terms of sentiment, but we have seen uh, a pretty uh, higgledy-piggledy, a pretty volatile few days. That's it. Have a great day. We'll be back again this afternoon with the end-of-day report as usual. And Marcus, of course, will be back tomorrow with his usual members' podcast. I'm sure that's going to be widely anticipated. <laughs>